Hi everyone, it's Joanna. You're getting a double feature this week, two podcasts. Not only will you be getting my regular Saturday podcast, but one today, Wednesday, October 28th. It is a podcast recorded earlier with artist Rachel Irby. Rachel's art can be checked out on Instagram at Rachel underscore Elizabeth underscore art. Why today? Because today is Rachel's birthday. Happy birthday, Rachel. Welcome. This is Joanna of JCV Art Studio, Sophisticated Creatives, and welcome to our fourth episode. Today, our podcast is titled Art Tag, a talk across the Canadian-U.S. border between me and artist Rachel Irby. Hello, Rachel. Hello, Joanna. (laughs) What people don't know is the first time, I can't even say that we met, but we came across each other was through Instagram. And this is our actual second conversation. So it's, (laughs) yeah, it's really neat to hear your voice. So, and it's really cool to have you on the podcast. I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited. Excellent. So Rachel, with our first question, we'll get into our virtual game of tag. I want to know, how did you get into drawing? Well, I started, I was actually working um, in customer service as newspaper, uh, in customer service, newspapers. Okay. And we're not allowed to use the computer. (laughs) But I wanted to get something off of eBay. So I kept trying to sneak and get it off of eBay and I got caught. So I had to figure out something to do. So I just sat there and sat there. I mean, you know, while I'm answering the phone, I need something to do with my hands. So I sketched out a picture of my son without uh, without looking at him or any kind of reference. And it looked exactly like him. Oh, cool. I was, I, right, and I did it in an ink pen. And I brought it home and I compared it to him and I was just, I've been hooked ever since. And I got a book by uh, one of my favorite artists. Her name is Lee Hammond. And the first thing she said in her book is, you can do it in like big caps. That's what she says when you open her books up. So I start, I bought all of her books. I did everything she ever said. <laughs> that's excellent. And that's how I got started. Excellent. So I got to know, when you came home, did you like have your son stand up and pull the picture next to him? I did exactly that. <laughs> He's probably I like, Mom. Exactly that. Like, here, be still. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, gosh. So when did you start creating? You started drawing then? You would have been an adult. I don't want an adult. Like, it's not like a small child or? No, I started when I was... Uh... No, I didn't start until my 30s, so. Excellent. 
Excellent. I've probably been at it maybe eight years now. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So I want to know, what are the different, I just realized I'm kind of taking over this tag game. <laughs> so do you have a question for me? <laughs> yeah, my question is, why did you choose markers? Okay, okay. So I originally started with colored pencils, uh, watercolor pencils. Mm -hmm. And uh, so for uh, the listeners, what that what that is, is it's like a it's like the colored pencils you have from school, but there is um, and I can't remember what is in them, but you, then you take a little, uh, it's almost like a brush. It has the tip of a brush, and you put water in like a fountain, almost like the old 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 eighteen hundreds type of fountain pen, and then you run, you brush what you've colored with a colored pencil, with this water pen and it looks like watercolors so i actually started using those long before i got into um the markers really and it was seeing yeah yeah and it was seeing a uk artist and his name hayden hayden williams it was seeing his work his fashion illustrations and he used the Copic art markers and I loved the vibrancy and the fact that you could go from a very vibrant solid colors then you could blend it down to softer colors and I originally I, I purchased markers I can't imagine doing that yeah 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 and I started off with eight markers because I was going to illustrate a kiwi. It was uh, a practice lesson and I, I found them very, I found them difficult, not totally different from the colored pencils. And I thought, oh no, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to use the markers. But something kept drawing me back to them and um, that, and I'm not bragging here, but that little collection of eight grew into about 230 markers I have. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> and you sent me pictures of, of uh, Copic markers and you know there's a lot more out there. Yes. Yeah. So it was the vibrancy and what some people don't realize is I still work full time. And uh, what it allowed was with markers, I could take my small sketch pad, I could take my markers and um, on my lunch break, I could go and just have like a little 45, one hour lunch break escape and work on some of my art. Yeah. So that, yeah. And it's, it's, you know, I've purchased acrylic paints and I've, purchased some online lessons but and I've I've gone through half of the online lessons but I'm kind of busy <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't finished the online lessons and the markers I can still I can go back to and it, it's just they're so versatile right and I I don't have to set a lot of 
equipment up. I can just go sit at my desk and draw. And that's the other thing. You, that's the other thing. I consider myself rich. I'm like, you draw your art. What I mean is when you start with your art, you start with a drawing. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. And that's the same with me. And so sometimes I think of myself and I don't know if you feel this way. I'm, I'm a drawer, drawer. That's probably not even a proper word, but I, I draw first and, and that's how I, I get into whatever I'm creating. So with painting, sometimes you don't do that. You don't get a pencil in with some painting. So do, do you feel that? Yeah. Painting is a different horse. it's a a lot it's a lot more freedom you don't you don't have as many guidelines as you do with like color pencil you know what i mean like color pencil is like really strict but painting is like yeah that's a that's a different horse (laughs) that's the perfect way to describe it too right (laughs) so what are you okay back to me my tag for you is what are the different mediums that you use well i started with graphite and then i was in color pencil for such a long time and the people like the artists that i was following uh, not in a bad way but they just made it seem like you can only use color pencil so for years i felt like i can only do a piece in color pencil until i came across some different artists and i saw that they used color pencil along with other medium okay uh there's this artist well she's one of my favorite i don't know if it's bokiki or bokeh he's from sweden and she used hand pastels and color pencil and it looks so realistic it looks like the person is jumping off the page like i want to be this woman (laughs) i want to be her oh wow that's where i am right now i'm with pan pan pastels and color pencils okay okay cool cool and for our listeners to know uh rachel is coming to us she's called in from ohio so I think that is so, so cool. So I, I do have to ask, what is the temperature like in Ohio right now? I know we've kind of drifted off a little bit, but I just, I'm curious, what what's it like in Ohio, your temperature? Well, right now it is dark and raining, and I would say it's probably about 55 degrees outside. Okay, well then I don't feel so bad. <laughs> Uh, I, I will stop feeling sorry for myself because right now where I live on Vancouver Island it is it is gray and I looked at my uh, my little weather app on my phone and it said one degree Celsius and then I thought okay well what, what would that mean for right? Right? <laughs> <What>? right? <laughs> that doesn't sound good so then I look at Fahrenheit and it said uh 33.333338 in Fahrenheit. Oh man, it's thought, cold. Okay. Yeah. And so then I thought, okay, but what's freezing in Fahrenheit? And it goes, and it said 32. And I thought, okay, Joe, no matter how you slice it, it's cold out there and it's yeah, one degree right. above freezing. <laughs> right? So, okay. Okay. Well, okay. Well, 
Thank you. Thank you for letting me <laughs> go off on that tangent. Uh, if you would have told me it was sunny, I would be like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not sunny today. Okay. Okay. So you've told us, so you, you also, okay, you've used colored pencil and you use pastels. Yes. Okay. And you're finding that the two of them together, you're, you're liking the results you're getting. I'm liking the results I'm getting from both of those mediums together. It's like a perfect match. Okay. Good. Good. So Rachel, do you have a question for me? I do. Um, you, I, I, I read your, your article in your, in your magazine and it said you. that you, when you were a teenager, you started with charcoal and like looking at pictures in magazines. Yeah. Do you, do you miss charcoal? Did you like it? Actually, that's a good question. Um, because I'd say about two years ago I did a portrait of an actor and uh, oh god and again I haven't had enough coffee his, his name escapes me and I used charcoal pencils and I found it hard and I it was it, oh my god it was hard and I thought you used to do this as a teenager I mean, and I did, I'm just, I wasn't, I think it was, I wasn't used to the thickness of the charcoal pencil, where with the markers, you can, you get like on a Copic marker, you have the two ends. So you have a fatter end and you have literally what looks like a paintbrush end. Right. So you can, get, yeah. So you can get into some really thin and fine lines. Where with the charcoal pencils, that I maybe I remember I was, yeah, I was sharpening those pencils because I was trying to get some very thin and fine lines, and I did. I found it, I found it difficult. So needless to say, I I finished off that illustration and. Uh, that picture and I thought, okay, where are my copies? <laughs> <Right. laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So, yeah. So yeah, I really do. I really do like the Copic markers. Yeah. So do you have any other questions for me? Well, well, besides, I, I really wanted to know about the charcoal because I, I, I'm just now getting into, I know I said I was into pan pastels and I am, I'm not cheating. Yeah. Well, I guess I am cheating because I found out that I like white charcoal and graphite together. Oh, wow. I have seen some amazing pieces done with white charcoal and graphite. White charcoal white charcoal and graphite together it, it, wow it creates some just some stunning pictures i i have i have no experience with that that's really cool and it's on um you... i use it on gray gray strathmore toned gray paper okay okay and i only did one picture so far and the lady looks like a ghost, so I have to work on it. <laughs> hey, 
that's okay. that's totally okay that's totally okay yeah remember in art i've been told there are no rules so you can do whatever you want <laughs> yeah so i'm so, i'm learning <laughs> that's good so rachel we're going to take a little bit of a break and have a little interlude and um and we will be right back okay Welcome back, everyone. Um, I'm here with Rachel Irby. She's an artist from Ohio, and we are having a fun talk about art and the different mediums we use. I'm calling this podcast Art Tag. So Rachel, take it, take it. (laughs) Okay, here I am. (laughs) Okay, I was going to ask you about, what was I going to ask you? Oh, I think it was motorcycles. Oh, motorcycles! Yes. What? What, <laughs> what do you? What attracts you to motorcycle? So motorcycles. It actually it wasn't about motorcycles. It was about the women who rode motorcycles. So my first motorcycle illustration. It was of a fitness instructor and personal trainer I knew because I used to, I used to be a fitness instructor and personal trainer. That is so and cool. And yeah, yeah, it, that's, I started it at 38 and I was, I felt like the oldest <laughs> student <laughs> in the class. <laughs> yeah, but um, she, I had started drawing and see, I, I still refer to it as not painting. I started drawing and using colored pencils. And I saw a photo of her standing in front of her motorbike. And she looked so strong and empowering. And I thought, I want to draw her in front of her bike. because She looked so cool. And uh, I drew her, she, and I used, with that one, I used colored pencils, I remember. And she loved it. She really enjoyed it. And then I wanted to do, sorry? I said, awesome. Yeah. And uh, I then wanted to do another motorcycle illustration. And the first one, it's kind of like what you said with the, the white charcoal I found I saw this beautiful blue motorcycle and I took a photo of it and I started with it it was the first one I did with the markers and I was not sure how it would turn out and I was even to the point where I was thinking I'm not going to put the shadow in of the bike because I don't want to mess this up so that the bike looked good but I was that, um, I wouldn't say nervous, but just cautious or not sure of myself or insecure about using the Copics right away. And you know me, I'm huge. I love putting in shadows now, like, you know, so um, it it went from there. You draw light. 
that's one of the things I love about your pictures is that you capture sunlight. And that's so amazing to me that you can do that with markers. <laughs> well, it's 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 the shadows. You got to get the shadows. I, I know you say shadows, but I see sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> like it's that contrast, right? So, uh, yeah. And then once I started looking for more photos of women with bikes, I just... I just I loved the empowerment that I saw with and the women were so proud that's to be by their bikes and uh yeah it just that's where it took off from you know that's why I did I don't know I don't know how many bikes I've I've illustrated and I also liked see they're they're complicated but some of the gas tanks depending on the light how the light shines on that gas tank you could have a pinkish gas tank and when i blow up the picture my as my re my reference photo picture mm -hmm. i then see all these other colors in it so that is where it really gets fun because you you see the pink how the light shines on it and then you see all the other let's say darker colors like another that. <clears throat> yeah like another picture inside of a picture exactly and that is so cool yeah yeah so yeah that's that's what attracted me to motorcycles wow so, yeah yeah and i don't own one <laughs> really <laughs> oh, I don't. you did no i don't okay and try not to laugh too hard but i i told the spouse that maybe when we get settled i might get a scooter <laughs> <laughs> That's close. Close <laughs> enough. It's two wheels. <laughs> One up from a bike, a bicycle. <laughs> so, okay. So I am very curious about your pastels because as a teenager, I started with the charcoal pencils and my, there was this, oh gosh, there was this elderly lady who lived across the street from my parents' place. And she did a lot of charcoal pencils artwork. And she, now did she, she was the one. And she did pastels, but she had the, I think they're called the chalk pastels. Mm -hmm. Where they're, and they were, they're like these long, um, so they almost look like long rectangles. Yeah. and. Yeah. They are so cool. Yeah. And uh, I remember she was this this interesting, shy, quirky lady who used to sit by the front window when she could no longer uh, create art anymore. And she would just, she'd watch, you know, all us bratty kids, you know, <laughs> running around, going to school, right? She was pretty cool. Well, I think... That's where I I got this box of these these chalk pastels. And you use um, pastels and yeah. either the pan the pan pastels? I use uh, for skin. I use yeah. the pan pastels and, and they're very similar to makeup. Yeah. Like, like not like foundation makeup but like the powder the powder form of makeup okay 
it's the, it's okay. very similar consistency. So they're okay. really easy to blend and get perfect skin tones. It's just it they are absolutely awesome. The problem is that they're so expensive. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do they last a long time? They last a long time. But you have okay. to be careful not to drop them. Yeah. I learned the hard way. I dropped one and it's a color that I need. Now I have to wait until I can save up and buy another one. <laughs> I dropped yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I know because there you have one photo I remember on your Instagram account, which you show these pan pastels. And I was looking at them and I thought, that looks like my foundation. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you use to blend? Um, for example, with the markers, I have what's called a blender pen and it looks like a marker except it doesn't have color on it to to say what color it is what does it and do it okay so some of my art where if i want to let's say draw not draw but show try to show raindrops what the it's has alcohol in it and it almost like bleeds out the color so um it can it can um for example clothing if you have folds in your clothes and it's lighter the fold than let's say the rest of the clothing so i'm looking i'm actually looking at my the sleeve of the the shirt i'm wearing so the fold i would put the marker color in there and then I would take the blender pen and just swipe that blender pen over that strip of color I had just put down to get, it's the same color, but it's almost like a lighter version of it. And it can give, it can give the effect of roundness um, for that fold on, on a sleeve. You know, when you're, if you've got, you know, you know, the folds on the, on a shirt or when your clothes are bunched up. Yes, so that's I what know. It does. <laughs> no clove yeah. Oh. So that's why I was wondering what you use to to um, do. You use a brush? Do you use a foam? Your fingers to kind um, of blend? Well, when I use pan pastels, I use a, a sponge. They comes with. Uh, it comes with. A, they're called soft tools, and what they are basically are makeup sponges. And actually, makeup sponges are really cheaper than the soft tools because they're exactly the same. So Perfect. I buy like the huge bags of makeup sponges and I use that for the pan pastels. But if I use the sticks and when I use sticks, I use uh, Prisma's new, new pastels. I'll use my finger. Okay because yeah. they're so much thicker than the pan pastels because pan pastels are it's really thin yeah 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 cool cool so we are going to test our art knowledge okay so you get to ask me the same question too okay. can you think of five female artists they can be artists you know from instagram 
or from history or people who've inspired you? Five female artists. Well, the first would be the lady who got me started, and that would be Lee Hammond. And she's mainly color pencil. I mean, she, I guess she was really popular like in the 80s, but I didn't find her until <laughs> the 90s. So, well, not the 90s, but the 2000s. So, yeah. Lee Hammond, uh, another color pencil artist, Ann Colbert, um, a more recent YouTube Instagrammer would be Heather Rooney. She's the queen of color pencils. Like her work is just, you just, it's unbelievable. Um, Bokeh from Sweden, the, the pan pastel girl. And I would have to say you because I've never seen anybody draw sunlight with markers. And I know you keep saying shadows, but I see sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> thank you you got five perfect okay and it's funny as you're talking i'm thinking okay five and i'm starting to write names down okay and i had this discussion with my daughter and her boyfriend on the weekend they were over and with my husband and we were all just kind of we could get about three and then we were then almost like scratching the surface thinking come on and the reason why I ask this is because I think we need to promote more female artists. Definitely. Okay. Um, we sure know a lot of men, male artists, and I I think we just, we, we got to do some, some more promoting of female artists. Definitely. Okay. So, okay. So no more hesitating. Uh, five female artists. Five female artists. Go. Okay. Rachel Irby. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say Jessica Plankhart, and I may not be saying her name, her last name right. She, I follow her on Instagram, and she does these amazing. Uh, they're like five feet by five feet abstract paintings. Um, Mary Pratt. Now she. That sounds familiar. And I, I, okay, she, I was told about her through a friend of mine. And if I'm thinking of the right lady, I remember a picture she did. It was of a turkey coming out of the oven and this roast, this roasted turkey. And I thought it, the turkey looked absolutely amazing. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I've got three. Um, so I said Rachel Irby with her portraits, Mary Pratt, Jessica Plankhart. Um, I'm going to go with Emily Carr. Um, she's our national, uh, she's like a national, I don't want to say hero, but she's known across Canada. And she was from Victoria. And uh, she she led a very interesting life. And I need one more, Rachel. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Think of your Instagram you. people. Yes, my Instagram people. Um, oh, <laughs> art by, is it art by Hay Haydenick? She's from Ireland. 
and she does portraits as well. You follow her. We both follow her. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All <laughs> so right, anyway. you did it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. So you've, you've talked about what artists inspire you. And we, we've been talking about Instagram. Do you think social media has helped, I would say, the non-traditional artists? Definitely. Okay. There, there, was, there will be no way I would be able to see other people's work or how things are done or what kind of mediums to use. And everything is social media. It, it's like everything. And, I, and it allows me to meet and talk to other artists like you. We met through social media. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like an education. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 And I know, um, God, when I first got my Instagram account, the thought that I could look up, like put a hashtag in to follow artists and see all this work and I, my mind was I was just blown away yeah and it, it thousands makes you feel... and thousands and thousands of artists it's, it's wonderful yeah and it makes you feel not so alone even if you live in a small town yeah <laughs> right? exactly yeah. exactly mm-hmm. yeah okay we're gonna take uh one more little interlude and we will be right back okay Hi everyone, we're back with Rachel Irby from Ohio, an artist who likes to use a number of mediums such as pan pastels, uh, charcoal, and uh, graphite. And uh, let's get right back into it. So Rachel, how do you define success as an artist? Well, for me, well, I, I guess I would have to skip all the way up to goal. And my goal is for my current picture to be better than my last picture. Even though I skip mediums, which means I have to start over. <laughs> wow. I've come so far in colored pencil and then I switched to pan pastels. So now I'm restarting again, but that is success for me. And that is a great answer. Thanks. Yeah. I'm sorry, I interrupted you there. No, but, you're fine. So that, that that's that's fine, but that but that that's success to me. If if I can look at my current picture and it's better than the pictures that I did before, then I am extremely satisfied. Like there's no satisfaction like drawing something better than what I did before so true that's so true yeah 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 okay geez that's a really good answer so what is it what is it for you (laughs) what defines success for me yes i 
I'm going to have to say one of the, okay, so you and I have both so have been commissioned to do work. Okay, so we've, we both have had, I guess you could say success money-wise. Yes. Um, but the moment, and this is the, what the moment that I told my daughter and I told my husband and I told co-workers was when we were getting ready to move from Victoria, I had all these art cards and I thought, okay, am I going to pack these up again and have them sit in my drawer or am I going to give them to people? You know, and I thought, let's, let's, let's give them to people, get them out there. They will come, you know, their art cards, they'll, they'll be used, you know, and yeah. the, the moment that made me feel really proud was when you messaged me and you told me, cause you were one of the people I had sent art cards to, and you told me that your son went through the art cards I had sent you and he picked out one to give to his, the, the, the girl he knew in school. Yeah, at, his little crush. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so that made me feel, feel really, really proud that he, yeah, it did. It did. And, you know, it's interesting that it's not, the money helps, you know, to buy more markers, right? <laughs> to buy more pan, right? To buy more pan pastels, right? But uh, you can't. Money doesn't give you those moments, you know. And like you said, when you look at you're trying a new medium, and you create a portrait, and it's it you you're proud about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to, I'm going to ask you, what advice, and I warn you, I have to have my dog in this room. Oh, that's Just fine. Give me a dog. He's fine. Ozzy, you're good. <laughs> well, the thing is, well, the thing is, the little skunk is poking his head out the curtains because he knows the kids are going to school, right? So we might get in, interrupted by a little bit of barking, but okay. So my question to you, is what advice would you give a 20-year-old Rachel Irby? What advice would I give a 20-year-old? Use different mediums. Okay. Don't constrict yourself to one thing. Because I spent so many years following behind a, an artist because she said, only use Prismacolor pencils and I did that for years and I lost so much time in other mediums so don't constrict yourself by one medium the result yeah. you want might be in something you hadn't even thought about like charcoal or graphite or it, pastels or oil paint it could be so many different mediums so try different mediums yeah. would be my advice yeah that's good advice yeah Okay. Do you have a, that question? Do you have that a question same, for me? Same question for you. What would you say? Oh gosh, twenty-year-old self. 
okay. <laughs> First of all, I remember I remember going into the legal assistant legal assistance program at 20. And I remember I had to take economy, I think it was 101, economics 101. And I swear that's what killed any creative <laughs> gene in my body was economics 101. <laughs> so I think I would say to myself, A, I would say, don't stop. And if you do, because I did stop, I stopped for about uh, 30 years, not 30. How long did I stop? I, I'm just going back here. So I was about 20 in college. And when did I start creating art? I started creating art about six, seven years ago. So that's a long time. I, yeah, yeah. I would say, I think I would more or less give myself permission. I'd say, don't stop. First, I'd say, if you can, depending on your situation, don't stop creating art. Doodle, have a notebook, scribble, whatever. If you do stop, it's okay. And I would give the advice my best friend gave me, and that was, and when you start creating art again, it's okay. If, if it's crappy, um, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just start again. And no one has to look at that art because I did, I had started again. I'd say, I'd say my daughters were, gosh, around 10 and seven years old. And I did, I, I started, I did a drawing and I looked at it and I thought, this is, I, I, it wasn't as good as what I remember I could do as a teenager, mm -hmm. you know, cause as a teenager, I could devote four to five hours a day, you know, um, on a weekend. And, uh, I'm getting really long winded here, but I remember I, I, uh, I drew, a, I did a drawing. They were around 10. I looked at it after, and I thought this is really crappy. And I crumpled it up. I threw it in the garbage can and I thought you've lost it. Yeah, I thought you've lost it. You've lost that eye. That's what I call it. You've lost that eye to look at something and to convey what you see on a paper. And my sister-in-law remembers me saying, saying a number of times, you know, oh, I can't draw. You know, I, I can't draw. I used to. I used to be able to draw. I can't draw anymore. So I think I would tell my 20-year-old self, if you stopped, don't worry. Just start by doing something and if, if you don't think it's good that's okay nobody needs to know so true gosh that was long-winded yeah but good <laughs> advice good advice yeah yeah so my question to you is and i know we had talked you you kind of touched on this before um artistic goals um what you were yeah any artistic like I won't say any artistic goals that you're thinking about for the new year or well I do up? want to I have a couple things that I want to do there's a oh I've been wanting to do this for years and I haven't my expertise is not quite there yet but there's this singing group that I really like that I grew up to and I thought I was a member of the singing group I like them so much <laughs> I just love them <laughs> Their name is In Vogue, and I, I love them. 
and, I, and they have this video and it's called Never Gonna Get It. And they have on these silver yeah. dresses and the dresses are just jaw dropping dresses. And I want to capture that in a drawing. I want to put it on paper. I don't know what medium I'm gonna use. <laughs> I don't know what paper I'm yeah. gonna use, but I'm going to do it. And it's going to be before Christmas. So that Good. is my goal. <laughs> Yeah. I've had it in yeah. my head for years and I've got to get it out. Good, good. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Cool. Okay. You got a question for me? Yes. What are your goals? Okay. It's in, I just I thought of another one as you were as you were talking. So, and an immediate goal which I'm hoping to get to today is uh when eddie van halen died yeah that 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 hit me i wasn't a i didn't listen to a lot of van halen music but he was of my generation and he symbolized the 80s rock so i have this idea and i i had started it I think a week ago again with the drawing and I have this idea with a bus and a rabbit <laughs> okay <laughs> and and the rabbit is paying tribute to Eddie Van Halen and that kind of leads me into I would like to take like I've drawn this rabbit it's actually my friend's rabbit I would like to take this rabbit and work it into either a children's book. I would, because I would so love to illustrate a children's book that that would be, see, and we were talking about um, children's books. Yeah. Like you were mentioning the children's books. You, like in a conversation we had before, uh, uh, children's books that you loved and Maybe that's it. it. It takes you back to what impacted you as a child. Yeah, do you think so? I do. I, I was an avid reader as a kid. I didn't pass that down to my son. Unfortunately, he thinks reading is punishment, but I was a big, <laughs> huge reader. And I do remember the pictures specifically in Charlotte's Web. Like what would Charlotte's yeah. Web be without the pictures? Yeah. You know, Silverstein, all his wonderful poetry yeah. is great, but what would they be without being illustrated? Yeah, that's right. So I hope, and I, I mentioned hope that. that you find something. I will be so excited for you. Yeah. Well, this rabbit, you know, it, it's my friend's rabbit, and I follow her on Instagram. And okay, I have to tell the story of this this little rabbit. So his name is Stevie. Okay. And I'll let my friend know. I'll let my friend know that I told, you know, this story. And Stevie has a friend, really, they also have a budgie named Michael. So when I I've done illustrations and I say this is Stevie and Michael, that's those are really their names. And the budgie, Michael, will sing to Stevie and will land on his little uh little, like cage yeah he's a budgie that's yeah. a budgie and we'll 
Yeah. And we'll talk to this rabbit. Well, I don't know what a budgie is. What's a budgie? Like a little parakeet. Oh, a bird. Little bird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We call them budgies. (laughs) Okay. I've always known them as budgies. I don't know the, like, I know there's probably some really long Latin name for them, but. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So this, this rabbit, Stevie, I said to her, how did, how did you come to calling him Stevie? And she said, when she got him, she thought she originally wanted a female rabbit and she was going to name the rabbit Stevie after Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Yes. Yeah. And as Stevie grew up, they realized that Stevie was not a female, right? But luckily the name still worked, right? Oops. Yeah. 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 So I would, I would really like to, to do some sort of a children's book with this rabbit. Yeah. So, well, Rachel, I think we're done with our little virtual tag here. Okie doke. it has been great talking to you and hearing a voice. It, it, yeah, I miss hearing voice. I don't want to say I miss hearing voices. Okay, <laughs> where's the where's the boss? Where's the boss everything. I understand. Yeah, there's that weird artist lady. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's been great talking with you and um, stay healthy during these crazy times we're living in. Yes. And yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, stay healthy. I'm curious, is your son interested in art? Yes and no. He he likes uh, comic books and cartoons. We're, we're different. Yeah. Yeah. But I still make him, I still buy him books. I still buy him basic books. Yeah. This is how you draw an eye. Stop drawing a circle. Draw an almond. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Well, I'll say thank you to our listeners for joining in, and if they could click follow or subscribe or share this podcast on their social media, that would be really great. I am and working on a podcast website. I was doing that yesterday and it should be yeah and this podcast will be on there and um i will send you the link to this podcast okay rachel and um yeah i will let people know when the link for the the podcast website is up and uh yeah thank you for thank you for coming rachel thank you for thank you to our listeners all right joe thank you You so much